The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with Rebecca Hall Greider. In our program each week, we provide the tools, ideas, and encouragement to help you move ahead on your journey, becoming a more powerful and impactful woman in your own life. Now here's your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. Welcome, everyone. I hope you've had a beautiful week. Just got back from a conference for eWomen Network in Dallas and just had an amazing time, great connections. You're actually going to be hearing some of the amazing stories from the event itself. I have a couple highlights I'm going to share with you today and then some potential shares for our future shows. So I really want you to be uh, watching for that. And I love the idea that every time we go out there in the world and we enrich ourselves and we make powerful connections, it's an opportunity for us to create this ripple effect in our lives and just continue to share those going forward. So I hope you feel some of that on our time together today on our call and today we're going to be focusing on what goes on behind the scenes of a live talk radio show so you're going to hear and feel us pulling back the curtain a little bit and sharing not only behind the scenes of some of what's gone on in our 13-week pilot we are in the 13th and final week of our pilot show so we have some shares that we wanted to give you as we kind of reflected back on our time together And I'm really honored to have Robert Cellino, who is my executive producer for Voice America, on our call today. So, Robert, welcome. Uh, Thank you, Rebecca. And um, I am honored to be here as well. (laughs) Thank you for having me on your 13th show in the pilot series. Thank you. It's been a journey <laughs> that we've had together. <laughs> oh, it's been fantastic. I tell you, it's it's been some of the most fun I've had uh, doing a show in, in quite some time. It's been a real pleasure working with you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That means a lot to me. I appreciate that. And one of the things that held me back a lot in life and almost had me say no to being on this show was fear. And I just really wanted to be honest and transparent with all of you today that I think fear is something we let hold us back a lot. And while I was at this conference and I was meeting so many amazing, dynamic people with a a passion and a mission, and one of the things that kept coming up was this fear when they felt ready, when they knew something more, when they figured out the how that's when they would step forward. And what I have found, at least in my own life and many of the clients that I've worked with, is we get to experience fear. We get to say yes without knowing how it's all going to be resolved, without knowing the how. And if we wait until we're ready, somehow we're just never ready for that next step. <laughs> right, Robert? We've been talking about this. <laughs> that, is, that is true. It's never a perfect time. If you're waiting for that, you may be waiting forever. 
And, you know, Robert, we didn't talk about this before the show, but I remember when we had first talked and we were looking at when we were going to start the show, right? I knew it was a yes. (laughs) And what happened, right? I kept trying to find the perfect start date. Oh, I remember. (laughs) And I pushed it out and I pushed it out and I was trying to time it all perfectly. Like it wouldn't have even started by now, I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) I think we were actually originally scheduled to launch in August. That's what I'm recalling. So I guess it would have just started. (laughs) (laughs) And then as I started building momentum and I got the vision, of course, it was after my yes and not really knowing the how yet, it started to become clearer and clearer and we actually moved the start date up to May. So that was an interesting process to me. And I don't know if that's something you see frequently, Robert, or is that was that just my journey? Just curious. Well, your journey has been a really, uh, I have to say, a really fun road trip so far because when we first initially talked, I believe you were actually in a conference. And I think, <laughs> didn't you pick up your phone possibly in conference and then we had to schedule another time. So then... Yes, the same <laughs> conference I, I just got back from. Mm-hmm. Oh, a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think the great part about this was is this. Um, we got together, we figured out what we were going to do and we started to roll. But I think the interesting thing is is that the internet's kind of taken away anticipation because anybody can go there and, and find out anything they want to know right away. But the beauty of this was is that I was excited to do the show, and I couldn't wait for the show to get on the air, and I was just anticipating this for one month, two months, six months, seven months, and when we finally got a date, that was a really exciting time because it was a build-up to something that I knew was going to be fantastic. And I think for a lot of it, with me, it was fear. Because I couldn't believe I had said yes, I didn't know how to do this, all that house stuff started coming up. And Robert was a real cheerleader for me in in the whole process and encouraging me and not giving me more information (laughs) than I could handle at one time. And I remember one of my big questions, Robert, you probably remember this, was I had to figure out this whole Skype thing. And that was kind of new to me. (laughs) And my big fear was, is there going to be like a video camera involved? And he, you just laughed and laughed and laughed. But for me, it was really important. I needed to know, you know, is my image going to be part of that? Do I need to do the makeup hair thing? Do I need to worry about the background? Like that was just another layer to be worried about. And for you, I think it just kind of amused you that that was one of my big concerns. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's nice that you don't have to if you're not, uh, you know, when you wake up and get ready for your show, you don't necessarily have to, uh, to dress for success for the show. But you do have to fully be there. So there's something um, I do think is beautiful about radio in that way. There's a lot of flexibility. But then at some on some level, you can't necessarily see your audience or connect in that way or always see your guests. And so really being able to fully tune in is a skill that I think is kind of developed along the way. It is. Being able to listen and to understand the emotion and all of the inflections that are coming from the other side, it's 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 really a talent to uh, develop. You've done a great job, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I get my gold star. (laughs) (laughs) Two stars. I love it. (laughs) But I wanted to go back to this concept of fear because I hear it so much. I do a lot of live events and retreats and seminars and classes. And one of the common things I'm asked about is fear because so many people view me as someone that is fearless or how do I just keep going when things get hard? 
And for me, it's so interesting that I'm perceived that way because that is so not what I grew up in. I grew up in a very difficult, abusive environment where it literally was not safe. And when I was removed from that, I moved into a new environment where I got to heal and bloom and grow and discover that it could be safe. And it was important for me to bloom and grow. And that I did matter and could make a difference just by being me. But I will tell you, it was terrifying every time I stood up because my body on a cellular level still remembered what went on before. So I would experience fear at levels where um, most people I talked to would not experience fear on the level that I did. Just to stand up and say my name in class or to connect with somebody in a real level. That was a really, really difficult, fearful, terrifying thing for me to face again and again. So I got intimately acquainted (laughs) with fear. And some of the things I learned about it is... Frequently, we're experiencing and feeling all of that, and we're actually not in mortal danger, even though our mind and body is sometimes sending the signal that we are. And there are many times as I started my speaking career, I would eye the exit because it really helped me to know the escape strategy if I needed it, (laughs) that I could walk off at any time. And that empowered me. And every time I lived through the fear and I stretched a little bit, I became less fearful. And I started to learn fear was really just an emotion, just an experience. And it actually would come up not because I was in mortal danger, but it was because I was stretching into a territory that was new, that my mind and body actually didn't know that I could survive that because it hadn't lived through it yet. And once I discovered that secret, I could recognize that the fear was simply trying to protect me. And the more I could see it and have a dialogue almost with it, that I promise we know the escape route if we need it. I'm not in mortal danger. I'm here to serve my people or I'm here to give in this way or I'm here to share and expand in this way. It would calm that down a little bit, not shutting it down, not mocking myself because I was afraid, but really accepting that and calming it and assuring myself that I was not in mortal danger. And it's given me so much freedom in life that I don't shut down like that anymore. And every new thing that I may have that twinge of fear, I know there's amazing things on the other side, that I'm not in mortal danger, that I'm stretching my wings, that I'm growing. And it actually has translated to an excitement and an anticipation of if I'm not feeling that discomfort once in a while or that stretching, then I'm probably not playing big enough. And the other key thing I've learned is that we have to separate the yes from the how. So frequently when we feel a call on our heart, a call in our life, our mind starts trying to figure out how, and then we try to decide if it's a yes or no once we figure out the 17 plans and ways to get there. <laughs> and a lot of times, if we can just get still and pause and really listen to our body, is it a yes? And frequently you'll find you lean forward, kind of be excited, or if it's a no. And a lot of times if it's a no, you're going to kind of push back and feel a weight with a yes. And what I have found is every time I have honored that fear or no fear, <laughs> If I honor the yes, the how always falls into place. 
that is that is a great way to go into it. I love I love the way that the how falls into place. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you were anticipating. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, beautiful. Well, we're getting ready to go to commercial break. And while we do that, I wanted to give you the phone number if you want to call in to ask us any questions. The phone number is 888-346-9141. Again, that's 888-346-9141. And I want you to sit for a moment and think, is there something I'm a little bit afraid of right now? And just see what comes up. And we'll look forward to talking to you in just a moment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Join Rebecca Hall Greider this fall for a Women's Enrichment Retreat, November 13th, 14th, and 15th at the beautiful Westminster Retreat Center in Alamo, California, in San Francisco's East Bay Area. Take time for you and step into your vision in a powerful and sustainable way. This is an all-inclusive retreat in a beautiful and nourishing environment, giving you plenty of time to relax, decompress, and refresh, while having the opportunity to connect with yourself and other heart-centered women on a deep level. To find out more, visit yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash W-E-R. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for people like you. With just one seven-minute audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities. This is a dynamic way to share your message, reach more people, and expand your impact. Apply now at yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker dash talent. Finalists get to audition live in front of community leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Don't wait. Find out more. Visit yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker dash talent. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. If you have a question or a comment for Rebecca or her guest, we'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Rebecca at yourpurposedrivenpractice.com. Now back to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Welcome back, everyone. I hope that you enjoyed your break. And while we were all on break, Robert and I were talking a little bit and just um, reconnecting and grounding a little bit at a heart level and looking at this concept of fear. And so I just wanted to talk one more moment on that. 
while I was at this conference, which was eWomen Network, I had the opportunity to hear one of the speakers talking about fear. And I really liked how he explained a couple of things. So I wanted to share that with you. He talked about this, this fear that we have almost as like a border patrol where as long as we're staying within the boundaries that are familiar, within the places we've tread before, the Border Patrol could relax and lay down and and not be concerned. If we start getting a little bit closer to the border, then high alert would start happening. And then if we had the audacity to step across the border into new territory that we haven't been before, then they needed to do something to take care of that. So I just really like this concept that we sometimes mistake the high alert that we can hear on the border patrol as something that causes us to stop versus recognizing that, oh, this means we should be paying attention. We're navigating into new territory, which means we can have an even greater impact. So I really want you to start looking at that feeling of fear that can come up as something to be paying attention to, but in a good way, welcome that concept, welcome feeling a little bit of fear that will really let you know that you're stepping into a bigger space. So that's what I want us to take from this conversation about fear. And then what I would like to invite us to do is to pause for a moment. Just take a deep breath. And put your hand on your heart and on your head. We want to bring all of you in. And ask the question, self, is there something I've been afraid of that I've been perhaps distracting myself with the how, the rules about what I do or don't do, instead of really listening to my heart, my mind, body, and soul? And is it a yes or a no? Am I feeling a little bit of that fear Just take a breath. And if you're not, then I invite you to sink into that a little bit deeper and ask, am I stepping out in a big enough way in my life or am I being called to step a little bigger? And if you are feeling some of that fear, be willing to pause for a moment and remind yourself You're not in mortal danger. And what is it do you need that you need to help you say yes to what you should say yes to? Not worrying about the how. Just acknowledging fear is a feeling. Breathe through it for a moment. And then see what word or phrase comes to your mind and heart that you need today, right now, with the next breath to support you, regardless of fear, to move forward, to say yes to what you're called to move forward in. And with that, Robert, I didn't know if you had a word or a phrase that came to your heart and mind. Mm, 
I did. I had a few, but the one that really came to mind is courage. Mm. And courage to, like you say, step out into a bigger circle or step out of your comfort zone a little bit and put yourself in that spot so that you can grow. Beautiful. Thank you. You are welcome. And I think for me, it was really being open to the next step, to the the next arena. And and I'm a planner, so I like to have a plan <laughs> what all of the next steps are. And the message that came to me is just to be open. And I already know and what I know, heart, mind, body, and soul is I'm a yes to whatever the next step is. And I know that that discomfort will pass. And so I'm actually looking forward to whatever that next step is that I think we just keep having opportunities and next steps that we get to take in life. (laughs) So thank you, Robert, for sharing. I appreciate that. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. And I was going to go ahead and have us transition. So I know listeners, I said we were going to be pulling back the curtain here a little bit. And we've already talked a little bit about some of the behind the scene things. But what I wanted to focus on is kind of two main areas. One is as a host an executive producer as well, kind of combining those two pieces together, what is looked for in a host, how a host is selected, and then from a host perspective, how it feels <laughs> to be a host <laughs> and what do we look for. And I thought that would be really valuable information. Uh, but before I go into that, I just wanted to do a little further introduction about you, Robert. If we get to the more formal background, um, you have been in the social media industry for almost seven years. I think as we were talking before, you're an executive producer with Voice America that has been a leader in internet talk radio shows for over 14 years. And I loved that you had this line in your bio, so I'm going to read it, (laughs) that you work with talented and passionate people, providing a world stage for them to share outstanding, captivating, captivating, and informative shows. So I just thought that really captured your heart in some of the work that you do. And from my perspective, I always felt supported, encouraged. I could ask you any question and you would always help empower me and walk me through and help me shine. And I just really appreciate that about you. <laughs> you are so welcome. If you could see me on Skype, you'd say I'm about three shades of uh, pink right now. Thank you. <laughs> it's a good thing those cameras aren't on. <laughs> You're well, see, these are important things to know. <laughs> oh, that's great. But what I wanted to dig into a little bit, just so all of our listeners get to know you as a person a little bit more, is why, why is this type of work and providing a world stage in this way and working with radio show hosts. Why is that so important to you? Well, there are so many reasons. I'll, I'll start at the beginning, I guess. I, I really have a passion for a, a, a lot of things, but one of my biggest passions is really as similar to some of the things that you do to help people achieve something that 
they really want to achieve. And part of my joy every day, and in all honesty, when I come into work and come down to the studio, I am completely excited to come down to the office every single day. I recently moved over an hour away from the office, and I still get in that car as excited as I do every single morning and look forward to getting in here to work with all of the hosts I work with. And I have a huge passion to help people achieve a goal in radio, something that they normally couldn't achieve on their own uh, to get them to the level of a very successful show, to getting their message out. But I think what it really boils down to is people, they have talent. And when they reach a certain point in their career or in their lives, they start to be recognized for their talents and they start to look for another way to make an impact, something to stretch them beyond their social circle, if you will, that they have already mastered for the most part and need to reach out beyond where they've been or where they are. And that is something that's really exciting for me because as the quote says, the world is your stage and this gives you the world stage to get that message out in a way that you couldn't do any other way. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And that's something I know when I was first having those conversations with you that was really appealing to me about Voice America. One, you, I felt like I could trust you, that you would be supportive of me on this journey. And you were always my contact as I was going through that process of deciding, is it a yes or a no? And then later on the how. (laughs) (laughs) But you really held that space and vision for me. And that that meant a lot to me. And then when I learned more about Voice America and the credibility they had in the industry, I actually became very um, humbled and a little bit intimidated. So I was kind of glad I didn't know some of that originally (laughs) in our beginning (laughs) conversations. (laughs) And I learned that you have seven channels. So whenever my showtime was, I wouldn't be competing with other channels that they on those seven channels, we each get a segment that doesn't overlap with anyone else. And that you had 5.5 million listeners on a monthly basis, not including all of the replays and downloads that took place as well. So it was really exciting to me, just like you were sharing, that there's this opportunity for me as a host when I was looking at options to step into a following, a start of a following step into a community that Voice America already had and bring my community to them to mingle together. So that was an exciting opportunity to me. Synergy at its finest, yes. Exactly, exactly. And then I thought it would be great for those potential hosts out there and those that are wanting to learn more about behind the scenes of Radio Talk Show, would you mind sharing just briefly how you select hosts, because I know there's a process that you go through. <laughs> there is, and I'll be as brief as possible, but we might hit a commercial break before I'm done, but we'll do our best. In the very beginning, we, we, we the producers, don't, we're not called upon by the network to do a show because we need a show like this. We're called upon to reach out to people that when we reach out, we resonate with them on a level because we want to produce a show like that, and we look at the host on paper 
to see if there's anything there that really rings true with us. And, and I look at it with my heart and soul and think to myself and really search inside what I want to be the person that helps produce this show. Is it going to excite me every time I have to work with it? So that's what I look for first. And of course, research the digital bloodhounds that they are. They take a, a loose criteria <laughs> <laughs> of what I give them. And they go out and bring back a lot of people, not just one or two or three, but we really have to search through and read through the bios and find who resonates or who is, you know, interesting to us enough to make that phone call. Then we, we reach out and have that conversation that you and I have or have. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, from there, we just have a conversation about where we go. But there is another step to this process. If you and I resonate, which we did, thank goodness. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, then we get to the, the last part of the vetting process, if you will. It is actually a requirement to do a show proposal, and the network has to have an approval on the overall scale before we're allowed to even think about doing the pilot series that you and I are just finishing up on this show. Exactly. And with that, we are going to take that commercial break, but when we come back, we'll just complete that thought. Um, we'll look forward to talking to all of you in just a moment. on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world and that includes you visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment Rebecca Hall Greider's speaker talent search is looking for people like you with just one seven minute audition you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities this is a dynamic way to share your message reach more people and expand your impact apply now at your purpose driven practice.net forward slash speaker dash talent Finalists get to audition live in front of community leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Don't wait. Find out more. Visit yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker dash talent. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Join Rebecca Hall Greider this fall for a Women's Enrichment Retreat, November 13th, 14th, and 15th at the beautiful Westminster Retreat Center in Alamo, California, in San Francisco's East Bay Area. Take time for you and step into your vision in a powerful and sustainable way. This is an all-inclusive retreat in a beautiful and nourishing environment, giving you plenty of time to relax, decompress, and refresh, while having the opportunity to connect with yourself and other heart-centered women on a deep level. To find out more, visit yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash W-E-R. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. If you have a question or comment for Rebecca or her guest, we'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at 1 346 9141. 
That's one 346 9141 You may also send an email to Rebecca at yourpurposedrivenpractice.com. Now back to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Welcome back, everyone. I hope that you enjoyed your break, got to stretch a little bit. And we were just talking about some of the process that a potential new show goes through before they get to have a show on Voice America. And so I just wanted to come back because I know there's one final step that uh, we didn't really get to talk about before we went to break. So, Robert, do you mind just sharing a little bit about that, that final step? that um, a host goes through to get a show and time slot on Voice America. Oh, I'd be happy to. The, um, the last step is the show proposal, and that's a collaboration between, of course, the host or prospective host at that point and the executive producer. So we work together to put the proposal together, and as Rebecca returned her proposal to, to us or to me, we review it, make sure that it's in the right space uh, for the network, and then I get to attach my thought process to it. So the behind-the-scenes part that everybody doesn't get to to see generally is that the executive producer pitches themselves for the show as well. So it's not just Mm -hmm. the host. I mean, it's also the producer and the combination and see if the network thinks it'll have enough synergy. Once that's all put together, we go into our our meetings and our network meetings, and we present uh, the shows. And it's really done more from you know the heart and soul if you will it's not necessarily all put on paper and put in front of people and read through it's really the producer presenting it from whatever passion they have for the show and that's really what sells the show so it's similar to the old days on the trading floor in the in the stock market where you know buy buy sell sell but really what it <laughs> is is you're you're pushing your passion and if that resonates we get an acceptance and at that point as rebecca can attest to it goes pretty quick Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. And it accelerates um, faster, not just quick, I found, <laughs> as, as that um, show moves forward because there's a real excitement that's created. And I remember when you came back and shared with me the excitement of everyone that had listened to the proposal and how you shared about it. And that gave me a lot of courage. It helped build that courage muscle for me in stepping into this new medium. And we've shared that this is a pilot series and this is actually the final show of the pilot series. And here's something I learned in the process. It goes through that journey again when you're in a pilot series. They're looking at the numbers all the time and and what's trending and where are we getting traction and where is it being listened to and how is it resonating with the audience and having the reach that we're looking to have. And then Robert, as the executive producer, gets to go through a similar process (laughs) with the team there to see if this is a show that they want to continue forward. And I'm really excited to announce that Voice America has decided that they do want to keep this show and that we will be looking at a year-long contract. It's all signed and sealed and really excited (laughs) to be part of the journey with you, with Voice America and listeners, with each and every one of you as we continue another year together. Absolutely wonderful. And congratulations on the... Thank you. You're welcome. On that great continuance. I'm really excited, and to be quite honest, to be able to work with you for at least, at least another year. And hopefully forever. I think that would be great. 
I love it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just keep going till we run out of material or breath. And hopefully none of those will come anytime soon. Exactly. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. And what we're going to do to actually celebrate is we were going to replay one of our top shows next week. So for those of you that want to listen to one of our top shows that's gotten the most replays, it was actually our first show (laughs) from May 14th (laughs) that we're going to um, play again starting next week. So for those of you that want to tune in and relive that or listen to it for the first time, I wanted to also pull back the curtain and just share a little story about that first show <laughs> as you know Robert <laughs> oh yeah there wasn't anything out of the ordinary about that show was there <laughs> yeah no not not at all so one of my biggest fears so there was actually I, I haven't talked about this in a while there's a big microphone that I get to use as part of the equipment and so that was a little intimidating to me plus the whole Skype thing and I used to tell Robert I kept walking around the microphone until I absolutely had to learn how to use it because it was a technology thing So the biggest fear I had stepping into the show, because I had two amazing individuals that were good friends of mine that I was interviewing, so I felt very comfortable with that. However, as long as everything stayed connected, I felt like it would would just be fine. I, I didn't have, that was my biggest fear, that somehow things would get disconnected and then I just wouldn't know what to do because I had it very structured and laid out and an outline and when you take commercial breaks and had rehearsed and practiced like all this stuff, all this prep. And we get on and we do the sound check and everything and just as the announcement goes, going to your host live, Rebecca Hall Greider, everything on my end went dead. My modem died and I didn't know. And so I start, and my voice is actually wavering a little bit because I was a little nervous, and I'm introducing my guests, and in my mind, I'm thinking, gosh, they're being awfully quiet. (laughs) What's going on here? And I can see I'm getting some calls from Arizona. That's that's the headquarters, but I can't answer because I'm live. (laughs) And so I just keep going. About five, six minutes, I just know something's wrong. Something's off. And so finally, I pick up the phone and I figure if I'm still alive, I'll just work it in the show somehow, some way. It'll be fine. And they let me know that I'm not connected anymore. And we're just going to wire you in from the phone live. We'll just restructure everything. And they used a code to let me know the other structure we're going to do that, by the way, I didn't know or was, and I was not familiar with, didn't understand the timing. And they go, so just start over. Go. <laughs> and so I did. And in the beginning of the show, I'm a little bit um, careful in what I'm saying because I'm trying to connect everything. And literally, behind the scenes, I'm reconnecting, disconnecting everything while I'm interviewing. Terry was the the first up (laughs) on that show. And I forgot to hit mute a couple times. So if you listen really close, you'll actually hear some noise in the background as I'm doing that reconnection, trying to guess when the breaks are. And I didn't get all reconnected until about two-thirds, three-quarters of the way through the show. But the people that were listening live never knew. That's how amazing the team was. And when I finished the show, I felt like I had run this marathon, faced my fear, like life was different, etc. And everyone else was the same, I noticed, when I came through that space. And that's something when you really face a fear (laughs) that can happen. Like there's a transformation that takes place in yourself, And sometimes you feel like everyone else should have gone through that transformation when we faced a fear. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, Robert. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, what a 
Rebecca was such uh, you would never know. I when I think when you listen to that show you'll appreciate what a professional, solid, put together individual that Rebecca is because she handled that with grace under pressure. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and it was really cool because my my dad, you know, he had his whole office listening. They were supporting me. And he actually sent me a little message I didn't get till later. And he was going, you're doing a great job. It must be that amazing parent that you had, you know, me <laughs> kind of thing sharing on the show. But it was so neat to me that, that he was listening. And the only thing I got from a feedback perspective, people just thought it was a little late starting, that there was a little bit of a technical glitch. So that was something that when I knew things like that could happen, it could still serve the way it was called to serve my first show, not knowing the format very well, especially when it shifted on me, that it could still serve everyone and come across professionally. It really helped me feel so much more confident and like I could stretch my wings even further and very Few times have I had fear on the show since then, so I was kind of grateful to get that, you know, out of the way on that first show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know if I recommend that for everybody, but it's a good way to get those jitters out. (laughs) (laughs) Fair statement. (laughs) Thank you for for adding that in. (laughs) You don't have to walk my path. (laughs) So I just love that. And then The other thing I wanted to talk about a little bit is being a guest. So we've talked a lot about um, being a host, an executive producer, kind of the process, some of the behind the scenes. And now I wanted to focus a little bit on being a guest because I know a lot of the people that are listening today and will be listening to the replay are interested in being a guest on a radio show. And so I wanted to share some tips on how to play well as a guest so you can get asked back again and again. But before I do that, I don't know if Robert, if you had one quick tip. Well, there are so many. (laughs) 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 But um, I think the wonderful thing about uh, being a guest is that it is an opportunity to say the least for the guest, because first and foremost, becoming a guest on Rebecca's show is not easy to do. There is a, a waiting list and a lot of people definitely wanting to be a guest on her show. And the opportunity is fantastic because it really gives you a chance to shine. And I think that part of that is the fact that the host sees enough in this guest to want to share that and also sees a connection or a synergy between that. Thank you. Because it does weave together on the show. And my perspective on that is I look for guests that value the opportunity, the message, but really want to um, collaborate in a sense and serve the listeners. I really look for that heart and perspective in the guests that I bring to the show. That, of course, I want them to be highlighted. I want them to shine. But I want to do it in a way that serves the listeners and empowers them in their daily life. And we are getting ready to go to our commercial break here. So when we get back, we're going to dig into the subject just a little bit deeper. We'll look forward to talking to you in just a moment.
unlock to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join Rebecca Hall Greider this fall for a Women's Enrichment Retreat, November 13th, 14th, and 15th at the beautiful Westminster Retreat Center in Alamo, California, in San Francisco's East Bay Area. Take time for you and step into your vision in a powerful and sustainable way. This is an all-inclusive retreat in a beautiful and nourishing environment, giving you plenty of time to relax, decompress, and refresh, while having the opportunity to connect with yourself and other heart-centered women on a deep level. To find out more, visit yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash W-E-R. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for people like you. With just one seven-minute audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities. This is a dynamic way to share your message, reach more people, and expand your impact. Apply now at yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker dash talent. Finalists get to audition live in front of community leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Don't wait. Find out more. Visit yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker dash talent. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. If you have a question or a comment for Rebecca or her guest, we'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Rebecca at yourpurposedrivenpractice.com. Now back to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Welcome back, everyone. While we were on break there, Robert and I were talking about um, being a guest on a show, and he he assured me that he'd been a very good guest <laughs> leading up to the show, and I, I was laughing and enjoying that, but I thought, you know, we should share that, what, what he means by that, what we mean by that, and one of the things I find sometimes guests don't understand really the opportunity they have by being a guest on my show and other shows and the reach that they can have. So, Robert, do you mind walking through the quote-unquote good guest things <laughs> that you all. did? <laughs> well, as, um, as we like to, to recommend to hosts and to guests, when you're going to be a guest on a show – it's always good the day of the show, and sometimes before that. Um, the day before the show, I, I sent out the e-card to my mailing list, and I let everybody know on that mailing list that I would be on the air today, and they could listen to my show live, and also listen to it after the fact if they need to hit the rebroadcast. Sent it out to my social media this morning, so I did my Twitter, my Facebook, 
and my LinkedIn. And LinkedIn's very good for professionals, by the way. So if you're being interviewed, be sure you put that on LinkedIn the day of the show so that people know that's going to happen. And then, of course, on my website, I announced it right on the front page. Don't mm-hmm. miss my interview <laughs> today. <laughs> and um, let people know that it was an honor and a privilege to be interviewed and put that out there to let my entire network know that I would be on the air today. And on top of that, he showed me his website as well, letting me know <laughs> how he had lifted up the show, <laughs> uh, which I just thought was was beautiful. And here's the after steps that can be taken that really help leverage, because here's something I didn't know about radio is only about 10%, one to 10%, actually, depending on the show of the listeners and follows, li- followers listen to it live. Most of the um, message and the and the following of a radio show is is really listening to the replay. So that's where, as a guest, you have a lot of power in remembering to send up a follow up email to your list, a follow up link to um, the social media sites in case you missed my show. Here it is. Here's what we highlighted. Here's my favorite moment. That's where you're going to get a lot of recognition, a lot of play. And something I do for my guests is I actually give them the link for a media player that they can embed on their website so it doesn't take them somewhere else to listen to the link. It actually stays on their website and they can start to have a collection of their interviews really showing them they're a speaker in demand. So really powerful tools that can set you apart as a guest. Very true. I'll be putting that on my site tomorrow as soon as it's live to show that I am in demand as a radio show guest and executive producer. On Voice America. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Great. And the other way that um, you can really shine when you're a guest is to remember to keep your answers short. Usually on my shows, today was a special show, but usually on my shows, I have two guests and you get a segment. And so if we, the only way we can cover more material is if the guests keep their answers one to two minutes. And when we're talking in our passion, sometimes that's hard to do. So I always recommend that they keep a timer (laughs) to help them track their time a little bit so that we can get through all of their information. And then what else I have learned, and, and Robert, you've, you've helped me with this too, is that it's helpful when the sound goes back and forth. It's not just one person talking the whole time. That's easier and more engaging for the listener. So the practical tip behind the scenes is to really watch the length of your answers. And then what that helps the hosts do is we, I get little timing and countdowns behind the scenes saying when we're going to commercial break, Robert, you've seen them today, <laughs> that I, that way I can lead us gracefully into commercial break without interrupting a key thought. So it helps the show flow really well and really serve the listeners in a way that has you shine. So those are just a couple tips that can really help the flow of the show and really partner with the host so they want you to come back again and again you want to be easy to work with that is always a good point and i think the wonderful thing is all those cues and all those wonderful things to keep everybody on track are coming from for lack of a better word your absolute best friend one day a week for an hour your audio engineer Mm-hmm. yes <laughs> underline <laughs> <laughs> yes cannot do the show without them exactly 
Exactly. The, and, and the technical team back there just really keeping everything on track. And we got a smiley face for that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, <it>. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you. <laughs> and normally on my show, I give away free gifts. And we have a free gift site that you can go to. If you look on the Voice America page over on the right-hand side, you're going to see free show gifts link that you can click on. And you can always do that. However, today I wanted to offer something different. I wanted to offer you the opportunity to talk with me personally. If you're interested in perhaps being on my show or you're interested in being a sponsor and how how do you leverage that? What makes sense from a sponsorship perspective on the show? Or you want to be a host or you want to be a guest. I wanted to open up myself to serve you in that way and really give you an opportunity to have a direct conversation. So this is how you can do that. If you go to a link, www.meetwithrebecca.com. Again, that's meetwithrebecca.com. It will take you directly to my time trade link where I have half hour discovery sessions available. And just look at the schedule, click the time slot that works for you, and I will be happy to serve and support you and really seeing if this is something that would serve you. Because one of my passions and why I love this platform is I really want to help you. If you are called to step into a bigger medium, you are called to share your message around the world and impact people in that way. I want you to be able to do that in a way that serves you. And when we do that, you're able to serve all the people that you can touch through worldwide radio, through your message, through the different mediums that are available. And one of my passions is similar to yours, Robert, in really helping people step into that space and shine. And with that, I want us to go back to whatever that wisdom or that word that was shared with you in the beginning of the show. When we're going into that heart space and we're looking at fear and just see if this is something that would support you in stepping through that so that you can really shine. I hope you have a beautiful week, that you tune and enjoy that first show, (laughs) and I will look forward to talking to you soon. May you always, always bloom where you're planted and shine. Thank you for joining us this week for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Please tune in again for another edition with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider, next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a beautiful week, and may you always bloom where you're planted and shine. Shine.